Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to a much nicer edition of She Podcast what? today. Well, we were a little... We were a little... A little ranty last time, so I just wanted to, you know, set the tone for today's episode. Well, I don't think we were ranty. Okay, I think we there were lots of people word. who were laughing I right from the get-go. Yes. was ranty, and That's okay. not without warrant, but, you know, I'm just saying welcome to a much calmer and more zen episode of She Podcast today. I'm Jessica Kupferman. With oh my me, God. <laughs> with me as always... The the beautiful, the graceful, the Latina. <laughs> oh my, the Latina. Elsie Escobar. Woo-hoo! And then our our editor-ist with the mostest, John Jomingo. Hi, John. Good morning, ladies. We're trying some new things today. We're Audio editing recording uh, via StreamYard. We are recording via StreamYard because... John likes to play with new toys. We were recording with a Pirin, and he's... Well, it's called... Wait. What is it called now? We are... What? It's... I can never remember. I Weebly? can't remember it either. It's the worst rebranding ever. It's it the is. worst rebranding. It's not correct. Weebly. It's we- Whereby. Whereby. Where- where- yeah. Oh, my is God. Is it Whereby? It should just be called Where I'm at. Where, where me at. Where I'm at. Where me at. <laughs> it should be called... Where call- you at. Actually, it should be called... What am I called now? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. So StreamYard, I think it was yesterday or the day this before. This says live. I'm going to go ahead and assume we're not actually live, though. No. So We're not live anywhere. You're not tricking us into being live, are you? No, I would never. Absolutely never. Because that would be funny, but unethical. Right. Both, both of those things. Both it would be both things. of those things, yes. So I use StreamYard to live stream to uh, YouTube, well, actually, it's just started where you can use it for YouTube and Facebook Live. I was normally using it for Facebook Live. Emily Prokop and I record the Hate the Wait podcast. We have a, a Facebook group, you know, closed group, and then we record our podcast live on Thursdays, and we use StreamYard to do that. And Well, StreamYard came out yesterday where you can now record in StreamYard but not stream out to other like to Facebook or Periscope and all that. So the nice thing about this is, and this is why we're testing it right now, is that let's say you have, you want to, and it has a video component, which is nice. Let's say you want to record like you would on Skype. Well, now maybe you can use StreamYard for this. You know, like I said before, if we wanted to, we could really record right to the She Podcast Super Squad group when we record live. They could actually come in and watch it. Ooh, I love that. So such a fun you know, idea. Something we could, we could do in the future for. Let's do that, Elsa Lee. We could do that. We could do that. Here's what my only concern about that is that we would have to record like this, but not get any feedback ever. Meaning, like, as in, like, you don't want to see the like, comments. No, because what happens with Jessica, John? <laughs> she does. Not gonna what do lie. I do? <laughs> 
not going to lie, she gets a little distracted. Yeah. Her ADD goes into overload. So, so if you see a comment, it would be like, no more show. Like, it would just be about the comment. You're assuming that I have this tab up. I don't. I've been reading my email this whole time. Right. Oh. It, case in point. <laughs> I'm case just kidding. In point. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're right. I mean, we could avoid the comments or... It does. It interrupts the show because we'll be talking yeah. about something and someone will comment and they'll go, well, this person says this. And like, right. it's not really part of the show. So, yeah, if we could turn them off or not. If allow you're them. not part of Facebook, if you're not in the watching the group, if you're just in here, the only That's one true. that can see the comments would be me. Because That's I'm, actually right. true because. Yeah. Right. Because I've done that with Emily before when we were doing our. Right. So then our, say uh, somebody lives. said something that was unbelievably. And I and me as the producer said, oh, I would like to know what the ladies think about this. Oh, that would be cool. Then I yeah. could do this. That would be awesome. And okay, would, that it, sounds good. And then, 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 you know, so then I can oh, control okay, it. Okay, cool. That would be. I'm cool with that. Can yeah. you broadcast it in both groups, the big and the little? The page? Uh, no, no, the big, the big group. I could if you <laughs> see this. We would have, have to, to be a member. John in there. You'd have it's to fine. make me a moderator. See, you would have to trust me to make me a moderator. I do of the trust group, you, and that I would not go in there sneakily and look around. I don't care if you look around. Just don't comment on anything with your big mouth. Listen, you shut up in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I would trust you to do that. But, I mean, maybe it could be a benefit of the Super Squad. That sounds yeah, I too. think that the Super Squad would be cool. And I think that maybe if we did yeah. it maybe once a month or twice, like not all the time, but like a few times, because then we can really make it like a light, like it would be on Like an on event. Purpose. It would be, yeah, it would be on purpose. We could plan on it. We could, we could market it. We could get yeah. more people in the super squad just for that, for right. $5 a month. You would see all the warts, all the everything. Right. So if you're listening to this, the super squad is our VIP group where we do Q&A. Elsie and I do Q&A once a week. Um, we also, you have a little bit more access to ask us questions in that group because it's not so big. We're in there much more often. And now we're discussing doing live in there. So go to patreon.com forward slash she podcast if you want to be a part of the super squad. It is currently $5 and I would do it now because we may be changing this product and raising the price by the end yes. of the year. So please, if you're interested, your $5 is going to last you you know, it'll last you forever or you could wait and then it'll be more money. Really, it's $5 a month. So, yeah. I know. so skip Starbucks nothing. tomorrow and it pays for itself. <laughs> Although don't ask me Correct. to skip Starbucks because I can't do that. Now, like coming back to a little bit of workflow for those of you guys who are kind of like us, because what I have found is that when I go live and I have a plan or I have things that I need to address and then I do start to see those comments, it does, I don't have the capacity in my own brain. I think that there's some of you guys who can do this really, really well, but I don't have the capacity in my own brain to be able to read comments and stay on track. Like, I just don't know what the heck. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, where was I? Did I say this already? And then I feel really, really awkward. I agree. It's too distracting. It, um, what I do with Crystal, with Crystal and I do a, a, a monthly webinar for Libsyn, and she runs the webinar. There is a chat that is non-stop in there. But what I do is she runs the entire thing, and then I answer everything on the chat. 
and I'm there doing everything on the chat, at the end, anything that I was unable to answer or something that only Crystal can really or really answer or it needs more talking than me writing an, an entire essay to somebody, then at the end, she responds to all of those questions. And I like filter all that stuff out. It really works for us because it keeps us on track and the information goes out. But I'm not there talking. I'm there manning the chat the entire time. And it's like nonstop typing the whole time I'm typing. And she doesn't have to be distracted by anything. Right. So now I'm going to do something. I don't want to freak you ladies out. So one of the nice things. (laughs) Okay. So I'm warning you. (laughs) She's a nervous Nelly. What I can do is. Just do it. Don't prepare us because she'll worry. (gasps) What happened? Where'd John go? He's oh, gone. So what God. I can do is I can be. That was cool. I can Stay be, that way. I can be. <laughs> exactly. I can be in the green room and I can hear everything you say. He can be in the green room. Yeah, I'm in That's the green so room. That's so cool. But you won't be able to hear me unless I'm oh, in the room. Oh, my gosh. That's so amazing. I can just. So when you guys are talking, I can just do this. <gasps> He's gone. But Jessica, not forgotten. we're alone. We're alone. We're alone. What should we do while he's last? We should make out. I can hear everything you say. I know that's what I'm saying. It's so funny. It's like nobody that's listening to this after this is going like, "What the hell are those ladies?" Well, they could have just heard me suggest we make out, Elsie. (laughs) Did you hear that? You said, "What should we do? We're alone." I said, "Make out," and you guys just talked right over it. Just so you know, I missed it. I missed it. (laughs) That's what happens when you're when your dad leaves you alone, don't you? Just you make make out. out? Mm Again, I'm in love with StreamYard because it's cool. <laughs> you want to make out? I want to make yeah. out with StreamYard. Yes, I do. <laughs> Just make out all over all over their face. Right. And then the other thing I can do is like I can I'm going to do this real quick is I can share my soundboard. Oh, I yes. can bring anything can I push up. the buttons and wait, can I touch We're the so screen little. and push the buttons? We're so small no, on the side. But that would be cool if I could. Yeah, you can share. Look at the bottom of your screen. It says share screen. I can screen. share it. No, I can share the screen. Can I? I was being an ass. I was saying, can I touch the buttons and make the sounds go? Obviously, I can't do that. I'm not stupid. No, you may not touch my buttons. How dare you? Ew. Now it's just getting weirdly sexual in here. All right. Sorry. So anyhow, so that's what StreamYard can do. I mean, not about your buttons, but also I agreed to make out with Elsie, and that was probably inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I actually didn't hear you say that. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. So anyway. if someone's sexual advances aren't heard, then did they really happen? It's like when a tree falls in a forest and no one's there to hear it. <laughs> if you're inappropriate and no one hears, are you still a sexual harasser? <laughs> I know. That's weird. You know, I've never I'd like about to know that. Like, that. If you're being nasty under your breath, I think the answer is yes. Maybe. Yes. If you're a perv, but it's only in your head. Yes, you're still a perv. OK, that's the answer. So that's the cool yeah. thing about StreamYard. And I, I wanted to try it out today, and I think you guys, I think you ladies like it. I we do I like, do it. like so it. We wait, like it so, so far, John. We have to. You have to give us a scoop on pricing because that's what the people want to know. All right. So I have the twenty five dollar pricing, and I didn't. I know they have a different, like a professional. You can go over to streamyard dot com and check out their pricing. I have the twenty five hour a month. I use it for a bunch of different podcasts for you know, to live stream to Facebook. And now they live stream to Facebook and YouTube. You could do it at the same time. And the comments from YouTube and Facebook come into the comments. It's really competing with Restream oh, now. I see. Okay. So it's really competing with Restream. 
And the so nice- there's like a little, sorry, sorry to interrupt sure. uh, there, but there's a private chat and there are live comments right over here. Like when you're looking at the right, StreamYard so setup, I can put the live comments up. Like right now, I just put the, there's just one in here. It's a, it's a standard one. Right. And so if anybody was in here, they could, they could comment and I could see them. And if I saw oh, okay. something that I thought was really appropriate for you guys to look at, I would just throw it up there so you could take a look at it. Mm, All right. Neat. But then there's also banners in here. I'm going to use one when uh, Sonny Galt and I had Revive. We had – I could put a banner up. Oh, I see. And then you have like a sign. Right. Like so then when a- you guys went – at the very end of the show, when you guys do follow us on Sheet Podcast and all, you know, you could have – we could have that up at the bottom. But it's only for the Super Squad. They already know where to follow us. So, uh, with this, we could put what article we're talking about right now and the link to right. it. So if they were fo- following, they could follow along with us. With that article. I mean, and you don't cool. have to use like it, but it. it's there. And and it's branding, like I, sh- I said before. You can, we could put the Sheep Podcast logo up there. Uh, we could have backgrounds if you wanted to. I can hide them and bring them up. It, it's got a great thing. We also have a private chat. So if you wanted to say something to us, but you didn't want the people in the group to see, see it, you can put it over here. So it's, it's got a wealth of little tools that's nice to use. I like it. Nice, nice little bits. Mm-hmm. Nice little bits. We like it. So I guess since right. we are, could we move on? Thank you. Yes, could we? Mo- yeah, no. But since we're kind of talking a little bit tech here, can we do like the rest of the tech? I have a tool tip yeah, here. Since we're here, might as well move into tool tips and then take it from there. Elsie's tool tips. Just because it seems like it's in alignment with our conversation. Yes. Uh, so that. L- so everybody's talking about the Rodecaster Pro. I love my Rodecaster Pro. I'm not recording in it right now because I'm not at home, but I love it. But now Zoom has released something that is a competition for the Rodecaster Pro. That's kind of how it's being positioned, not by Zoom, because I don't think Zoom is positioning it like this, but I do feel that the podcasting community is positioning it like this. Awesome. It's called Zoom Live Track Series L8. It's a digital mixer and multi-track podcasting and music recorder. And you can pre-order it now. And I believe it is $300 less. I think it's like $299. Is it $299? I believe that that's how much it is. So this one has six XLR components in this puppy. It's got so much more goodness that comes with, with, with audio. That, it, But it for me, John, looking at this... Just looking at it, I think that this is a mini mixer. And even though it does a lot of the things that the Roadcaster Pro does, I like that the Roadcaster Pro looks, the hardware design is so much more streamlined, beautiful, different. I don't, I'm only seeing it from the perspective of the design. I'm not looking at it, uh, what it does, but I'm just putting that out there to you now. I assume that you're like, eh, I've, I've seen you go, eh. Uh, okay, know. so I bought the uh, Zoom Live Track 12, the L12, when it first came out. It was $600. And it recorded into an SD card, the bigger one, and it recorded yeah. each track. And you could, and it was easier to pull out than it is in the Rodecaster Pro. Right. The Rodecaster Pro, when you record, it records pre-fader. So you have issues with it as far as your voice. You know, sometimes, 
you want something after fader. So honestly, I sold the L12 because I could, every time I would try to do something, it was buggy when, when I first bought it. If they, to be honest with you, and it's very plastic, it's very, it's like almost like a, it feels like a toy. It, it's all plastic. It feels got a plastic feel to it, not like right. the Rodecaster Pro. Uh-huh. But I think for the price, for $300, you know, they've got something here. Like you could right. use it. And, and it has, it has a lot more bells and whistles than the Roadcaster Pro. You can, yeah. like I said, you can record on it. You can also record, if I'm not mistaken, as a audio interface. So let's say I did want to record into the SD card. I wanted to record right into my computer into something like Audition or right. So it could Reaper. be like a, it's like a Focus Two I Two. If you wanted right. to do something like that, it, you could make it just be an audio interface, and you don't have to mess with all the stuff. Exactly. It has, I, I'm trying to remember how many headphone jacks this one has, but that is also how you mix minus. Like if I wanted to send a mix minus to right. you guys, I would send it through the headphone. It actually works at, as the headphone jack going back into the computer. They are comparable. And mm-hmm. I like the idea just because the fact that now Rodecaster Pro has to step up and maybe will make some changes that I think it needs to make to be better for podcasting. Right. So I like the idea. Yep. Do I so want to buy one? Is... Yes, I do. I'm not going to lie. I want to buy one <laughs> to mess oh with. Oh, my God. I know. I saw a post from, I put this on the Libsyn podcast page, and Sean Smith actually wrote a huge comment in there. And I'm just going to read some of the stuff that he wrote in there because of the, as a, a first glance, I don't think he owns this, but um, because it hasn't been shipped. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay, so he says, quote, upon first glance, big differences between this and the Rodcaster Pro appear to be no software-based engine to be able to update with firmware and software updates. I believe that that's not right, though, because I think I saw s- that you can do that. Yes, through yeah. Zoom, you will be able to go over there and get updates just the same way you can with Rode. Right. Okay, so now it's a, and then he's, and he continues, no compression limiting or dynamic effects like Big Bottom and Oral Exciter, which will require the operator to monitor levels during recording, which is someone who has recorded dozens of multi-mic interviews with a mixer. I can say this can be really challenging unless you have a dedicated person mixing, especially if you have a bunch of non-pro podcasters who tend to wander off the mic when they get excited, etc. No gate, no Bluetooth connectivity. No software-based cart pad library labeling it. It has multi-carts, but I don't believe you can see what the sounds are, like with the um, Roadcaster interface. Features that the L8 has that the RCP does not have. Battery-powered capabilities. Two extra mic inputs. Two one-quarter-inch line-level out inputs. Manual EQ control channel. Digital effects, but nothing for podcasters. So compression, limiter, gate, none. uh, It only has effects for musicians. Uh, at $200 uh, less than the RCP, a great price point. And with a Zoom name on it, it will be a very competitive product. He says that he still feels the RCP is a better value, especially for the non-techie podcasters who want plug-and-play pro audio out of the box without worrying about levels or really knowing how to run a mixer. So, Sweet. He's Sweet, not but- wrong about that because there was several times with my L12 that I, if it didn't cost $600, I would have thrown it against the wall. When right. I was trying to, you know, because what the thing that if you didn't have the SD card in it and you shut it off, you lost all your settings. Every, Eek. Exactly. 
So then you would go back and you would like, I'm ready to record with you guys. And I would turn it on and all my settings would be gone. So then it would take me time to reset everything up again. Once I figured that out, but I I sold it to another podcaster and they're using it and they love it. So, I mean, for 300 hours, would it be worth it if you don't have 600 or 500, 600, 600 hours for the Rodecaster Pro? Then, you know, this is a, it's a, it's a good alternative to be quite honest with you. The thing that I love about, and if you're going to record or you have co-hosts or something like that, to be able to record separate tracks and be able to use effects and processes on those tracks. Like right now, Elsie has to re- hold her microphone and she mm-hmm. is normal and she's popping into the microphone normally more than she normally does. I can oh, go. No. That's a, I, I'm not, I'm not saying that to call you out. What I'm saying is because no one's going to hear this. When I get done with this, I'm going to run your track through Isotope. RX6 and it has deep plosive and I'll run it through and it'll take the pops out. If this is all mixed together, I would not be able to do that. Right. And then we were talking earlier, there's a new plugin from Waves called Vocal Rider and that will work great on Jessica's track because Jessica you know, talks into the mic, talk moves her head away from the mic and this will actually... Vocal Rider. Vocal Rider. Yeah, it'll work on her track. Mm -hmm. So it gives an editor way more capabilities to change and fix things. So it is cool. All right. So um, off to the races. Now, if you guys want to get that, you'll see a link in the show notes. But now we're going to be moving on to some news slash data. The news you can use for the informed podcaster. Podcasting news. Woohoo! So painful every time. Every time, really? Oh my god! Still, yes, I cringe every time. Okay, go ahead. You want to start? Yeah. Well, I was just thinking. Like, first, I wanted to say thank you to Edison Research for coming to She Podcast Live. Yes, thank you so much, Melissa, and bringing the incredible data, which is or is she listens, and they put up a post uh, where we get an opportunity to well. Not we. Yeah, we as in like everybody that didn't go to She Podcast Live and didn't attend the session to be able to see the data that they brought to us there. And it was a fantastic presentation. The majority of the information about this was based on podcast listeners that uh, with this obviously skewed female, correct? Because it was basically, yes. Was. She listens insights on women podcast listeners from Edison Research. Fascinating, especially since... A lot of us, the majority of us, maybe have shows that are for women. So, correct. Very interesting to hear who they are because you can use this information when you are, I mean, if for no other reason than to pitch sponsors because you know that of all podcast listeners, 46% are women, 29% listen on a monthly basis, et cetera. So, you can use that because it applies to your show because it applies to podcasting overall. Correct. And I think that some of the the data that I would like to share with some of you guys listening now is particularly because we get all the questions, right, Jess, about how to grow, how to market and all of this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we come up with all kinds of amazing tactics of how to get people's eyes on your stuff, you know, like what are the, you know, workflows to get all of the information out there. But we don't really address or this is the stuff that I really love to address why people aren't listening because a lot of, a lot of the stuff is it is outside of the scope of marketing 
right? Meaning the marketing of your show. It's more about podcasting education. So one of them is reasons for not listening to podcasts. And 32% of women said that there aren't any podcasts that cover topics that you are interested in or they are interested in. That's 32% said that as a reason for not listening to podcasts. Can you imagine that there's 700 thousand shows in iTunes and 32% of people think there's nothing that would interest them. Of women, (laughs) not even people of women, of women. Right. I'm sorry. Yes. Right. But but see, but the thing is, it's like that that you have to remember that Edison doesn't do what, what do they say? They do qualitative data, not quantitative data or something like that. I forgot what they were talking about. Yes. I think that's true. But yeah. And so part of it is that this is the perception. So it's not the truth, right? It's not like, I do believe that there is a podcast topic for everything that you could possibly ever want already in existence. But the perception of people who don't listen to podcasts is that there isn't, or which we're going to get to reasons for not listening to podcast kind of deeper and like kind of broken it down a little bit more that there, it kind of breaks down into other kinds of things. Like 45% of women say that they don't have a podcast app on their phone. 41% say that listening can use up a lot of your data plan. 41 don't really know how to find a podcast. 38% not sure how to listen to a podcast. 38 you have to pay to subscribe. 36 so many podcasts you don't know where to start. Which is valid. And 23 don't understand what a podcast is. So, so, I mean, that's pretty low. Yeah, go ahead. The perception here is important to quantify because when the Infinite Dial first came out, one of the stats I was most excited about as a podcast agency owner, somebody who was trying to sell podcasts all the time, was that podcast listeners say that they download and listen to the entire episode within 24 hours. That is probably an exaggeration. But the act of checking that off on the survey form means that they know that they're excited for the content. So they know, you know, that it's really more about measuring their enthusiasm than it is to measure specifically when they're listening, when they get this subscribed episode. So this is very similar in that um, it's really measuring perception. It doesn't have to be so like, when you hear like the reasons for not listening is they don't have an app or they can't, you know, uses up their plan. That's not true. None of this is true. It's just that right. these are our women's barriers to entry as far as listening. So those of you who want, I mean, if you want more listeners for the podcast industry, great. If you want more listeners for your show specifically, then hearing you don't have an app on your phone, listening takes up your data, you don't know how to find it. These are calls to action for you. These are things that you need to overcome personally. So make sure that you tell people when you're marketing it, you do have this app on your phone. Here's what it looks like. Right. You probably shoved it in a folder with maps just exactly. in stock, right? Just like, you know, or, you know, it doesn't use up any data. It's streaming or you don't know how to find it. Let me show you how to find it. Like these statistics are really important for you personally to get more listeners because if you're growing your social community, which you should be doing, those people are there to support you, but they still may not know how to listen. You're telling right. them all about an episode. They have no idea what to do. So don't forget this part because it's really, really important. Yeah, it's one of those things that we take for granted, I think, for those of us particularly that have been around for a while or, and this happens to everything. I think in every course that you you see out there, every course that you take of how to podcast, a lot of the information is based on 
best practices of getting your podcast together, being able to get your branding together, being able to have like a, a strategy around your podcast and what it can do for your business, all of that stuff. There's many different types of, in, in our group, you know, in She Podcast, there's a lot of communication about how to, you know, different tactics people are using to, to get their, you know, eyes on their show and whatnot. But nobody's really addressing these basic perceptions, particularly from people who are not listening to podcasts, because that is a larger <laughs> base than the people who are listening to podcasts. So there are two separate uh, calls to action here, just like what Jess said. So these are some things that you guys really definitely need to look at. They also did some really interesting things when it comes to veterans and rookies that they were just talking about how there are, for women, veterans, there's 37% of veterans, meaning, and the veterans, the way that they uh, laid them out is that they have listened to podcasts for three years or, or more. So this is what I was talking about prior to this. 37% of women identify as a veteran listener. And then 53% of women have listened to podcasts for six months or less. And these are rookies. That's a rookie. So like, just to take a poll and feel free not to respond. And I mean, Elsie is probably the exception to this. But I would say that most of the women listening to this show can say that at some point in the last 15 years, they thought podcasts were for nerdy men. Right. I fully thought that until 2006. And my husband was like, because I was miserable at my work. And he was like, just listen to a podcast. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so nerdy. It's the nerdiest thing you've ever said to me. And he was like, right. no, no, no. There's things that you might like. And he had to show me how to find them and show me how to work it on the iPod. And I still thought it was nerdy, but it did save my life. And so I listened very early on. But I know that the women listening were at one point going, podcasts are nerdy. It's for nerdy dudes, nerdy dudes. But then you learn that it's not. But I just think that's funny because, yeah, 53% of women that are listening now have only listened for six months or less, which is a lot. That's a lot. You know, half of the people listening it is. haven't it's been listening lot. that long. It does mean that it's growing, though, which is great. And, and here's one statistic that that is kind of mind blowing to me. And I'm like, yes is that they had uh, 7.3% is the average number of hours listening to podcasts in the last week that, that women too. spent in. Like, so women spent 7.3 hours listening to a podcast in the last week versus men who said it ended up being 5.9%, which is, that's pretty Yeah, seven is awesome. a lot. But I mean, if you think about it, if they have a daily show or a few weekly shows, that, I mean, the, I think overall, as I recall, I don't know if this is in her presentation because I don't remember, but right. overall, I think we learned that most people who listen to shows listen to five or more. So you got to figure like that's at least, I mean, even if all five are a half hour, you know, or, you know, some of them are 45 minutes. I mean, that, that does kind of make sense to me that it would be seven hours. Also, knowing what women do when they're listening, you know, can account for that, too, that they, they're very ritualistic. Right. For sure. With, for listening, yeah. Oh, this is my favorite stat next. Yay. Which is the favorite snack. T- snack. Yum. Which is your favorite snack? Yum. I do like you snacks. You go ahead. You, you say it. You okay. say it. So their study also showed that 72% of women download and listen to their most recent podcast within 48 hours. And again, they don't really have a way of measuring that. It's just interesting that they say so. And 83% of men. So that means, first of all, that they're very very excited to get the new content, but also that they know they, even if that's not true, they think they're very excited to get the content, which is also important. 
And the listening habits, women listen to 76% of all the shows that they download. You know, it's pretty amazing, dude. If you are a, um, an avid listener, you know that like when you subscribe to shows and you get a new one, there's this like weird internal pressure to listen to it. Like you, it's like a compulsion almost. And so it's actually part of the reason I stopped listening to shows is because I felt, first of all, I just took away everything that like dictated to me my life. So one of those things is like, like I don't let technology rule me. I have to rule my own technology. So one of those things is podcast shows. I don't want it to make me feel behind. Twitter's another one. If I read Twitter often enough, I will start to feel like if I'm not reading it, I'm missing something important. So I had to, right. so I had to stop using it because I felt like it was controlling my brain. So listening to 76% means that you feel that compulsion or, you know, for good or bad, maybe you, you know, of course you might enjoy it and you're not obsessive like me, but like, you know, to have three out of four people listen to it right away and listen to almost the whole thing is great. And then, oh, well, speaking of that, uh, the next stat, 54% of women listen to the entire episode. So at least half are getting through to the end. 45% of women are listening to more shows than they did a year ago, which is amazing. That's an amazing stat it's right amazing. there. I mean, it's like that makes me so happy because all of us who are creating content that is primarily centered around women, you know, because it's not that she podcast. I, we have a lot of listeners to the show that are not women, uh, but uh, the majority of our audience is, right? That's what it's aimed for. That's what gravitates to us. And that 45% of of more women are listening um, than they did a year ago is pretty amazing. And now this slide is very interesting to me. In fact, this slide is pretty important, especially if you are listening and thinking about starting a podcast or if you're thinking about changing your format or if you're thinking about adding another one. Here are the reasons why women listen to podcasts. 70% to be entertained, 70% to learn new things. Dude, but we are both. We are both. That's why we're so goddamn popular. Um, but yeah, 70% to be entertained, 70% to learn new things. And if you can hit both in one show, l'chaim. The 54% say staying up to date with the latest topics and 45%. So here's the rest of them. 45% to feel inspired, 40% to relax, 33% to escape, 15% for companionship. That's a sad, that's, that's a, a sad, sad statistic. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad it's low. And only one out of, you know, out of 15 out of 100 women are... <laughs> Are uh, listening so they can have a friend. <laughs> that's a very sad number. If that's you, we'll be your friends too. You're welcome to be friends with us anytime. Um, yeah. So top three, be entertained, learn new things, stay up to date. Inspired is next, but it's only really half of women. So like if you have a women's show and you're, and you're doing it to inspire others, you got to think about that. Are you entertaining? Are you learning new things? If not, that's right. it, maybe it's a bit of a shallow goal. <laughs> Women, do you ever listen to podcasts while not doing anything else? Oh, 65% said yes. I'm shocked by that number. I don't, and I, yeah, and I don't believe them. Uh, yeah, right. And also, what about the men, though? I know. Well, men, 75%. How's that a shock? They never do anything. How anyway. is that? Ah! 75, can you believe that? 75% of all men said that they just listen to podcasts while not doing anything else. I mean, again, this is a, perceptive, though. That is perceptive. So, that like, 75% could think. I'm listening while not doing anything else because I'm on the train or 
because um, right, I'm waiting right. in a doctor's office or because I'm driving like they don't like I think that the question is, are you sitting on a couch staring into space listening to a podcast? I highly doubt that 65 percent of women who can never sit still anyway <laughs> and 75 percent of men who also need to be productive on a regular basis. Like that's impossible. Right. So but, so yeah. unless that was quantified exactly what it means to not do anything else. That's impo- That's an impossible statement, I think. What do you think? Uh, well, I think that there's a, I mean, d- the perception is important, though. You know what I mean? Because that means that in their head, they are fully committed to listening yes, at that moment. Yes, that's true. So, that they're you know not distracted. I mean? Yes. The, yes, the question because, is, I'm not distracted. Right, 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 right. Right. So in that sense, I really appreciate that. For sure. I can see that that's a thing. But also, especially if you are creating content for women, even if it is just self-perception, although it's a high number, meaning that it's over 50% at 65%, that the majority of women, at least how they state it, are going to be doing something else while listening to your show, right? Mm -hmm. Or something. So whenever you say, click here to buy X or sign up for my email list, even though, and this is what I tell my people all the time, even though they might want to do it, they might be in in a place where they can't, they just can't do it. So that's why hearing it the next week or hearing the same call to action over and over again is a little like... It's it's that, oh, oh yeah, I was supposed to do that. It's not going to happen right away from a podcast. It usually does not because there's lots of other things happening. And I kid you not, there's been so many times when I've clicked the link inside the show notes and then all of a sudden I'm like, uh, I, I start to sign up and then I, somebody interrupts me. A phone call comes in. Somebody else needs me. And then I go leave and then I'm like, I forgot what the heck I was doing. I didn't do that. <laughs> that one thing. So rather than go through the rest of these slides, I just want to be mindful yeah. of time because I know that yes. you are, yeah, yes. you have another engagement soon. So what I would say is we're going to post the link to this study as well as another one done by Edison and podcast one on super listeners. So yeah. the super obsessed, get some stats on them, what they like, what they dislike. That will be in our show notes at shepodcast.com. So let's move on to a little bit of business that we need to take care of. You guys can check those out in our show notes. So... What's happened in the week? How long has it been? We've been home. I've been home, I guess, like a week and a half. Two weeks. Two, yeah, about two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. And we've had some very nice media follow-ups and articles written about our show. I mean, uh, not this show. The She Podcast Live show. Podcast Business Journal has sent both a, published both a report and a little interview that they did with me. Um, Yay! Yay! Resonate Recordings did something nice. Libsyn wrote a beautiful article. Sarah wrote a beautiful article about her experience at She Podcast Live. And then we had um, IBNX Radio do a lovely YouTube uh, video where she like she got like some really awesome footage. Like, and I'll yeah. tell you something: seeing the footage of the show is so different than being there. <laughs> I can enjoy it so much more now. <laughs> Like I'm looking, I mean, the pictures are wonderful, but like seeing panning video of like the stage and pictures of people speaking and like big wide angle party shots. Like, I'm just like, wow, that was a cool event we did. Right. But when I was there, I had no concept of that. I mean, I knew people were enjoying it, but like, 
I couldn't see it from above this way. And so it is actually delightful. So if, if you are out there actually and you have published or written anything about She Podcasts Live, I'm happy to link to it in our show notes and we would love to talk about it and see it and just and just see it and hear what you thought. So you can send that to feedback at shepodcast.com. But thank you to those people, to Libsyn, to Podcast Business Journal. Um, I think Cridland may have written something, did he? I don't remember. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, oh, oh, wait, and our friend, Inside Podcasting, oh, Sky, and Sky Pillsbury. Yes, she also had a, a newsletter focused on for uh, Just Sushi Podcast. I'll have a link to all of these things yes, in the show notes. Yes, please link Sky's as well. She's my, she's my bestie. <laughs> she's a good friend. Thank you, Sky. For sure. Lee took a lot of really amazing shots of us. I'll put a link to her Facebook page yes, um, Lee that she has in there. Took beautiful photographs and we'll probably be using, I will credit her when I use them, but just so you know, um, House of Leah FM is her show, Lee Uhura. She did a lot of photography sort of on the fly and it's beautiful. It really is beautiful and well lit and just amazing. So thank you to Lee for that. And thank you, Emily, who just sent me all of her social media videos and they're awesome. Oh my gosh. I wonder if Bonnie has some. Bonnie, if you're listening, if you have any of those, you can tell them to. It's like we are just so excited to see how you covered the event. We are so excited to have your own insights about all of the things. And I think, you know, what's been the most amazing for me, Jess, is is being able to see people's experience of the event and they have no idea who we were. Yes. So that they are just experiencing She Podcast for the first time and they're getting who we are, which is like... What? Or even that it, they get the concept, like like the, the the video, the YouTube video, IBNX, they don't know us. We're not in the right. video at all. Right. And yet I still feel like they could capture what we wanted to provide, which makes exactly. me feel really good. Yeah. So it's like Elsie and I really wanted these specific things. And like, even if you took us out of the equation, it was there, which is exactly what we want. We don't want it to be about us, right. even though... Right, right. You know, we want, I mean, not that we want to experience it the same way, but like we want it to be about that experience. And we're so, so grateful that that happened for you if you're new to the community. So yay for that. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Since we're doing this and we're almost like there's been a couple of like uh, podcast episodes out there. I just listened to the unconventional woman cover the event in her latest episode. Oh. Summer Martin. Yes. Shout out Thank to you, you. lady. I would love to oh my God. get a gathering of those as well. Can we put those in the show notes too, do you think? Yes. I All will right. put some of those in there as well. I mean, there's a lot of you guys who have put out show uh, shows that cover the event. And if you are listening... Would Please you mind just send emailing it, it? Like email, like email it to either info at shepodcast.com or feedback at shepodcast.com so that we can get them and gather them up because I know that these things have come my way and I've been really bad at being able to capture all the things and I'd love to be able to, to listen. And so thank you so much. I mean, it's, you guys have been amazing in being able to get stuff out and I just would love to be more intentional about it. And the other thing is because we are being tagged so much, and that is a, a lovely thing, we miss a lot of it as well. Yeah. So please, if you email it, it's yes. just so much better because we have it in our email list. Both Jess and I can be aware that it's there and we can filter it appropriately. And then I'm thinking of creating a Spotify playlist. Oh, I love with that. With all of That'd our She Podcast uh, episodes. 
that are covering his stuff. Also, if you yeah. podcasted from the showroom floor through Buzzsprout, right. I mean, there. I mean, we didn't mention that, but that's a given. If you if you made a show while on the floor and you want us to promote it. Um, we would be happy to because I thought that was a really cool feature. I will say I thought it was interesting that like I went by there and expected to hear the show live and I didn't. Oh, and I right. asked Albin or no, he wasn't there. I asked his colleague like where where why can't I hear the shows? The women didn't want it to be broadcast outside the booth. Right. Interesting. That's yeah. very interesting. I w- am is- all for having everyone and their mother hear it when I'm recording. So I thought that was an interesting choice. Just my Correct. Opinion. Look at that. We have Diabetes Connection covered. Stacey Sims talked about She Podcast Live. Mm-hmm. Brilliant Observations did an episode as She Podcast out, yep. uh, Live. Yep. So I'm happy to have those all in one place and stuff because it would be great for, for people to kind of immerse themselves. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> that way, if you weren't able to go. Agree, agree. Agree. Right. Um, okay, so uh, that is it for us, I think, because I don't want to keep yes. Elsie too long. She's got another recording engagement that's much more important than this one. So, okay, um, okay so please check us out at shepodcasts.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at shepodcasts. And if you want to follow Elsie and I individually, I'm at Jess Kupferman. She's at the LC Escobar. I said that. Woo-hoo. I said that. Also, if you want to join the Super Squad again, patreon.com forward slash she podcast. $5 a month will get you into the Super Squad, and that's only going to last another month. Also, I don't know if you heard last week, but I'm doing coaching for sponsorship. So if you want coaching around sponsorship and lessons on how to get your own sponsor, email templates, media kit, pitch letter, Ad packages, all the things. Go to podcastmoneymakers.com and sign up. You only have one week left to work with me. Um, I see a schmoo, so I'm going to have to leave now. So thank you guys so much for listening. Love you. Mean it. Bye.